coming up this week, hear all about Christie's cruise on the Disney fantasy. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. Before we get to the interview, I am doing something that I'm a little excited about this week. So I'm a giant nerd and I got stickers printed of the artwork from my show. So that now means that I have a bunch of stickers from my show and I decided I'm going to do a fun little contest and give a sticker away. In addition to the sticker, I also wanted to give something else away. So this has nothing to do with Disney, but you know, it's my podcast, so I make the rules. So there's this company that I love called Penzi's Spices and they make these amazing spices and spice blends. And I have a bad habit of buying their gift sets when they go on sale. So I decided to give away one of their gift sets in addition to a sticker. So the winner will get to choose from either a cinnamon gift set, which has a few different types of cinnamon, or a salt and pepper time gift set, which has a thing of Penzi's pepper as well as Penzi's season salt, um, which are so good. So uh, I want to make it clear, Penzi's is not a sponsor of this show or anything. I just really like their product and their company, and I thought this would be a cool thing to give away. So if you want to enter to win both a sticker and a gift set, there are a few ways you can enter, whatever is easier for you. So you can tweet at me at mouseandbackpod. You can send me a direct message on Twitter at mouseandbackpod, or you can send me an email at rachel, that's R-A-C-H-E-L, at tothemouseandback.com. Whichever way you contact me, just let me know which gift set sounds more fun to you. You're not going to be, you know, added to a mailing list or anything like that. This is just, you know, a way to let me know you want to enter your name. Uh, So this is going to be open from the day that this episode posts on Monday, April 22nd until the day the next episode posts on Monday, May 6th. And I'll put all the details in the show notes as well for how to enter. All right. So this week's episode is about Christie's cruise on the Disney fantasy with her family. You know, it's interesting the way that things have worked out on the show. Most of my episodes are Disney World trips, partly because I live on the East Coast. So that's where most people I interact with tend to live and tend to travel. And it also works out well because I love going to Disney World. However, I do really like when I get to do non-Disney World trips as well. I've done a few episodes with Disney Cruises. Uh, There was a Disneyland Paris interview a couple months ago, and I have a Disneyland episode coming up soon. I've actually never been on any Disney vacation other than Disney World, but I think that Christy sums it up really well in her pre-trip interview. She says, I'm ready to do something that's Disney, but that's completely brand new. And I 100% understand that. So even if you've never been on a Disney cruise and you don't have one planned right now, I hope you'll find this as interesting as I do. So let's go ahead and get to the interview. Hey, Christy, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. How are you? I am really good. I'm really excited. We are super close, counting down in uh, in single digits now. So, nice. so ready to go. Very, very cool. All right. Well, yeah. um, before we jump in to hear about the trip you have coming up, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? Uh, so we are big parks people. I've been going to the parks um, since I was probably like nine or 10 was the first time I went. I uh, went a bunch of times with family and always enjoyed myself, but it was never like, you know, an obsession, I guess, kind of how it turned out to be. Um, but what really turned me around onto it a lot was our honeymoon. My husband and I did our honeymoon there in 2007. 
Um, we went a couple of times, just the two of us. And then once I had my oldest child, my little boy, uh, we started going pretty much every year. So we've been a lot to Disney World. Um, I had counted it up before this. It was 18 trips we've been to Disney World. We've done a few trips out to Disneyland. We've been out there four times. And then uh, we kind of got to spread out a little bit, which was really cool. We did an Adventures by Disney trip. And then we were in... Uh, We did the Italy trip and my husband did a lot of research and a lot of convincing um, to get me to stay a few more days away from our little boy. And we did a couple of days at Disneyland Paris. So that was really amazing to get to do that. Nice. Awesome. Yes. So and we're big into the movies and yeah, all just everything Disney. Awesome. Okay. All right. So what Disney vacation do you have coming up? We are going on our first Disney cruise. Awesome. Now, have you been on any cruise before? I have been on one. So actually, this was the first cruise for myself that I ever booked just because we booked it such a long time ago. And then an opportunity came up for my husband and I to take a Viking cruise in um, around the coast of Italy. So we actually did that um, with the team from the Diz Unplugged which was really cool. Fun. Um, so that's the only other cruise I've ever been on. He went on maybe one or two as a teenager uh, with his parents, but my kids have never been on a cruise. So that'll be the first time for them. And it's first Disney for all four of us. Okay, awesome. So who is going to be going on this trip with you? So it is myself and my husband, Dustin. Um, our son, Paxton, is eight years old and our daughter, Delilah, is three. All right. You have an eight-year-old and a three-year-old. I love those names, by the way. Oh, thank you. Those are wonderful names. Okay. All right. So it's going to be you and your husband and your kids. So what ship are you going to be going on? We are on the Fantasy. Okay. On the Fantasy. And where does it leave from? We are leaving from Port Canaveral. Okay. And it's a it's a Western Caribbean itinerary, and we are actually on a Star Wars Day at Sea cruise. Fun. Yeah. What are the actual dates for the sailing? Uh, So the cruise leaves on March 2nd, which is a Saturday, and it's seven nights. So we return on Saturday, March 9th. Okay. How did you pick that ship and those dates? So we kind of were locked into dates because it's actually the week that um, my son is out of school for Mardi Gras break. Um, So kids, we're in South Louisiana. Kids get a whole week off of school. Um, So it's actually a really popular time for families to go to Disney World. We've actually done that a couple of times because it's kind of like a an extra vacation that the rest of the country doesn't have. Um, but we picked, we had those dates kind of locked in. So when the dates were released for that first spring of 2019, we kind of were limited, I think to maybe it was two or three itineraries. I don't remember exactly. Um, but we kind of had I think maybe a short option, three or four nights, which for our first one, we didn't want to do anything that short especially considering maybe, you know, this might be our only one. So we wanted to kind of go all in and do a seven night. So our other option was a five night, I believe out of Miami, but we decided to just go for the full seven nights, get the full experience, have a couple of sea days. Um, and then the star Wars day was added on later. So that was just kind of an added bonus, but we pretty much were limited to when we could travel. Um, so that did a lot of our decision-making for us. We couldn't really pick which, um, itinerary we were, you know, we wanted to go with or anything like that. We were kind of locked in on dates and, and ships and stuff. Okay. All right, cool. So you mentioned it's a Western Caribbean itinerary. What are the ports that you'll be visiting? So we go to Cozumel, Mexico, um, Georgetown, Grand Cayman, and Falmouth, Jamaica, and then, of course, Castaway Key. Okay. 
All right. Now, what kind of stateroom do you have? We have an, I think it is a deluxe family ocean view, if I'm not mistaken. I should have jotted that one down. Of course I didn't. But I know we have a, um, a big porthole. Uh, we were looking at different rooms and um, different views and stuff. We decided not to go with a veranda and we didn't, we didn't want an inside view. We wanted to kind of be able, or an inside room, I should say. We kind of wanted to be able to see what was going on. So we were looking at pictures. I, I think our room has like a big porthole that we can maybe sit in. Like we were seeing pictures, like it's, you know, big enough that like the kids can kind of, um, you know, get in and look in the mornings, you know, to see when we're pulling into port and stuff like that. So we wanted to have a little bit of a view, but we didn't spring for the veranda. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now I know that cruises require significantly less upfront planning than a Disney world trip, but um, I know they still require a little bit of planning. So what kind of pre-planning have you done for this trip? So there was a couple of things that we looked at that we wanted to book in advance. Um, Two of the big ones for me, for my daughter, was uh, getting the princess gathering and the frozen gathering where she can meet um, for the princess gathering. She can meet several different princesses all at the same time. And the same with frozen. She's in a crazy frozen stage right now. So those were, um, you know, big on my my to get list. So um, we were able to secure tickets for both of those. Uh, it's not something you have to pay for, but you do have to have a ticket. Um, and I had kind of read on Facebook, you know, if we were not, had not been able to get it in our, um, like during our booking window that they do kind of hold some spots back for when, for people that get on the ship. So you can request that when you get on. Okay. Um, other than that, we did the, there's a Disney junior character breakfast on the longer sailings, um, that's offered on sea days. So we did, um, We did schedule that one morning. Um, And on our Star Wars day, we booked uh, a couple of different character meets, um, Chewbacca and then R2-D2 and C-3PO. And then I booked my son for the Jedi training. They do like a version of that on the ship. So he thought that would be something he'd be interested in doing. And as far as excursions, we really didn't plan very um, uh, too big. We, we were kind of limited with what we could do with a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, so in Cozumel, we booked one, it's just a couple hours in the morning and it is making chocolate and pinatas on the beach. So we thought that would be fun for the kids. Um, and then when we we're in Jamaica, we went through a website called resortforaday.com and you can book like day passes, um, to different resorts and have access to, all of their amenities, if they have beach access, that kind of stuff. So we found Jewel Runaway Bay Beach Resort. And it's actually something that Disney offers in ex- uh, a port adventure through the ship, but it's like double the price of going mm. to resort for a day. So we took a chance going with the with the cheaper option, but they provide um, a bus, you know, to and from the port. It looks like they have a really cool um like water park splash pad kind of stuff for the kids. You can use their beach access. So, and food I think was included too. Um, so it seemed like a pretty good deal. So we're going to um, do that for our Jamaica day. But other than that, we don't have anything else. I mean, other than that, that was a lot of stuff. Right. <laughs> other than all of those exciting things that we've added, yeah. we have very little to do. <laughs> the um, Cozumel excursion, is that through Disney or did you book that separately? It is. Okay. Yeah, that one's through Disney. Okay. And then you mentioned that character breakfast. Does that have an extra cost associated with it or is that included? It does not have an extra cost. It's just something you do have to book in advance. Um, you probably could book it once you got on the ship, but you do, you do just kind of have to have a reservation for it, but it's not an additional cost. Okay. 
Are you planning to take advantage of the, I forget what it's called, but the kind of kids club area um, for the kids or are they not going to want to be separated? So my son is really excited about the kids clubs. He can't wait. I have a feeling we really won't see much of him during the cruise <laughs> when we're on the ship. Um, he is, we've been listening to a lot of different podcasts. Um, I actually listened to one where they interviewed, um, one of the host's son. And so the son was talking about all the stuff that he does in the kids club. Cause parents can't go in unless it's, um, open house. So he was able to talk about the stuff that they do when it's just the kids and, um, that kind of experience. And so he really enjoyed listening to that. So he's, he's really into it. Um, with my daughter being three, we could have done either the nursery, which is an extra cost, um, or she is old enough for the kids club and she's potty trained. So that's the the two requirements is age of three and, and potty trained for the kids club. I'm not really sure how she'll do. We're going to try her with it. Um, but I had a friend who just did a cruise and his little girl at the, was about the same age. And he said she wasn't as into it as her older siblings. So I'm kind of prepared. She may not be um, as gung-ho about it as my son is. So we'll just kind of play it by ear. I don't have anything set up. We weren't able to get a uh, Palo brunch, which was one of the other things we wanted to do. So unless we could get that once we get on board, I don't know that there's any time she would need to go. It'll just be kind of, if she wants to go, gotcha. um, you know, we'll just kind of see how she does. Okay. Now with you guys leaving out of Port Canaveral, are you adding any additional time in Orlando at the beginning or end of your trip? Yes, we are doing a pre-night and a post-night um, that we kind of went all over the place with what we wanted to do. Um, we talked about leaving, just staying, you know, close by the port and staying at a place with a shuttle um, the night before. But then the more we started talking about it, we were like, we're going to be right there by Disney World. We haven't been in a while after, you know, our yearly trips kind of had to take a break to to pay for this cruise. So we actually ended up renting some DVC points and we are going to stay at Kadani village at animal kingdom lodge, um, on the, on our pre-night, we'll actually have a Savannah view. So we're hoping we can kind of get in early enough in the afternoon on Friday to have some time to enjoy that. Um, and then we'll go to the port in the morning and then the day we get off the ship, we'll go back and we'll be at Kadani, not in a Savannah view that time, but just to kind of hang out, enjoy the pool, um, and the resort activities and stuff for the day. And then we'll go home on Sunday. Okay. Now with you guys living in Louisiana, I assume you're going to be driving. We are. We looked at flights, but um, because like I said earlier, it's a popular time for people to go to Disney World. The flights to Orlando um, are usually direct. New Orleans to uh, Orlando is what we usually take. Um, and they were more expensive than we're used to paying when we go like in September, October. And as we were kind of just watching them to see what they would do, they sold out as a lot quicker than we we're used to. So we kind of missed the boat on, um, on flights. So we are going to drive this time. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Will you drive from Kadani to the port and leave your vehicle there while you're gone? Yes. That was another thing we had looked at kind of different options for that and decided it was going to be less stressful. It will be more expensive, but a little less stressful to just park at the port instead of one of the offsite, um, lots, you know, where they shuttle you in and out. We're just going to park at right at the port. Yeah. And that's just so much more convenient. And then when you get back from the cruise and you're exhausted and you have a three-year-old and your, your vehicle right. will be right there. <laughs> 
we can just get in and go and go spend the day at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So. Yes. I have a two yeah. and a half year old. So yeah. So you know how it is. <laughs> I know. I yeah, A lot of my life is planned around how do I keep her from just snapping like a rubber band? So um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, how do I just avoid this meltdown? Like, yes. <laughs> do we just give in? Is, is it worth the fight? No, probably not. Yeah. Yep. It's that it's that balance. So I, I get yes. that. Okay, awesome. Yes. Well, are there any other highlights that you're excited about that we haven't talked about yet? Not anything specific. I think I'm I'm really excited that our cruise is going to have um, two nights of fireworks. I think that's really awesome because we'll have them on Pirate Night and then again on the Star Wars night. Um, I'm excited to see the shows. I'm excited for the food. I'm just, I'm ready for the whole experience. I'm ready to do something that's Disney, but completely brand new. So yeah. that's, I'm just looking forward to the whole thing. And everybody who I talk to, I mean, I love talking to people who go to Disney World, but when they get back from Disney World, you're you're just tired because it's yes. not restful. But everybody right. who I talk to who goes on cruises, I feel like you come back with a little bit more energy than you left with. That is what I'm hoping for. I think it'll be a nice change of pace for us because we are very go, go, go on vacation, almost no matter where we go, mm -hmm. not even just Disney. So this will kind of force us to relax, take it easy, explore the ship, you know, just kind of see where our day takes us without having a, a strict plan of where we need to be all day long. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I cannot wait to talk to you when you get back. Oh, me either. I'm excited. It's always fun to relive your trip after. So it, um, it kind of keeps it alive for a little bit. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys have a great time and we will talk to you soon. All right. Great. Thanks so much. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Hey, Chrissy, welcome back from your trip. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. So it's post trip and post time change. So I assume you're completely rested. Oh, of course. <laughs> the, be the best rest I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, those uh, it definitely takes you some time to recover even cruises, which I think don't tend to be quite as just go, go, go as when you're in the parks. But even then, when you've got kids, you're still chasing them around. That is very true. It was still, it was much more relaxing than a Disney World trip. I think we would have been a thousand times more exhausted with the time change after a Disney World trip. But uh, we did do a lot of relaxing. So, uh, so this was a much better way to kind of ease into that if we were going to be on vacation. So, yeah. Definitely. Awesome. All right. Well, let's just kind of work our way through your trip. So let's start a little bit with your pre-cruise time in Orlando. How did that go? Um, it was really good. So we didn't get to spend um, as much time as we kind of thought. Uh, we had a ton of rain on the drive. So that kind of uh, slowed us down a little bit. Um, so we didn't get to, uh, we were staying at Kadani Village. We didn't get there until about five o'clock. Um, but we had a Savannah view that night. There was uh, giraffes right outside of our room. The kids are so excited. There was a lot of animal activity happening. So that was really cool. Just, you know, even though we were only there for a couple of hours, all we really did was have dinner that night and kind of poke around the gift shop. So we kind of kept it low key. Uh, but the kids were super excited to have the animals to look at. Um, they have these little animal guides in the room. So my eight-year-old, he was, you know, that was his thing that he went immediately to was checking animals off the list to see what we could see outside of our room. So it was cool. It was, it was some, some nice downtime just at the resort after, you know, a couple of several long hours in the car so over the night before and that morning. So that, it was great. Nice. Did you guys eat any meals there at Kadani Village? 
Uh, we, ju- we actually just went over to Jumbo House and just had food at the Mara. So the quick service um, just kind of kept it easy. We didn't want to st- try to sit down with the kids after all that time in the car, you know, trying to keep them at a sit down meal. So we just stuck with easy stuff for that evening. Um, Cause you know, even, even though we were not getting up super early the next morning, we still kind of did want to get them to bed so they'd be well rested. Cause we knew during the week we'd have a lot of uh, late nights and early mornings and stuff like that. So uh, we just kind of kept it low key. Okay, awesome. So how did that next day go as you made your way to the port and onto the ship? One of the biggest tips that I have is you have to leave lots of extra time for tolls on the way from Disney World to Port Canaveral when you're driving. Uh, um, so, you know, we Google mapped it and it said it was only a little more than an hour. And I would say it took us probably at least an hour and a half, if not a little bit longer, just having to stop for all those tolls. So either get a sun pass or build in the extra time because it did take us a lot longer than we thought. Uh, but otherwise, it was fine. And um we decided to park at the port. Um, so there are some offsite places you can park that are less expensive, but then you have to kind of deal with shuttles and carrying all your luggage and two kids. And that just didn't sound appealing at all. Mm -hmm. So we just decided to pay a little more and just pay at the port. Um, so we were able to, to, pull over. They have like, um, porters that'll take the bags that you're checking. Um, so they'll take those for you. And then we were able to go park in the garage and, um, that was, it was super easy, got through security, um, no problem. And we had done a lot of stuff online, um, at check-in. So like getting the kids set up for the kids club and putting all their information in. So that was something we didn't have to do when we checked in at the port. Awesome. As much as you can do in advance, it'll help, uh, get speed up that process. How long did it take you from arriving there at the port uh, to actually being on the ship? Almost no time at all. We picked uh, an early port arrival time. I think the earliest you could pick was 1045, and that was what we picked. And since it took us longer to get there, we got there maybe a little bit after 11 by the time we had parked and walked in. Um the line to check in at the desk where you show your passports and they give the kids their magic bands for the kids club was super short. I mean, that took us maybe five minutes at that point. Um, the port was really full, but it looked like there had been a lot of people that had maybe gotten there a lot earlier to do that. Um, and so actually by the time we finished that, we were in, I want to say boarding group six, we already could have gotten on the ship, but there was, um, uh, set up to meet Captain Mickey. So we actually got in line and did that first. Uh, so by the time we did that, we were able to just walk right on the ship. So it was about maybe a little bit before noon, we were walking onto the ship. Awesome. Okay, cool. Much quicker than I expected it to be. Yeah, that's definitely not bad. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So then how was that first day actually on the ship? That first day is way more hectic than I realized. I thought we kind of had an easygoing plan, but there was just, you get on and there's just so much to do and you kind of want to get to all of it at the same time. Um, so one of the big things that people might do is if they weren't able to get one of those like special dining meals at like Palo or Remy, or if you want to change from like early dining to late dining or vice versa, you have, you can go down and um, they actually have a couple of managers out and they'll help you, you know, make those changes if you need to. So I actually went there first because I wanted to move the character breakfast we had booked. And then I found out that was not where I needed to go to change the character breakfast. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of a bummer. Um, that's actually just, if anybody needs to know, you do that at the port adventures desk because it's considered a, um, a, like a character greeting special event type thing. So that is where I eventually ended up moving that breakfast. Um, 
But other than that, we just kind of went to lunch. Like you could go to the buffet or they had one of the restaurants open. So we went and got something to eat um, because your rooms aren't ready until about 1.30. So we had a little bit of time to just kind of walk around, um, which was kind of a pain because you also have your carry-on luggage. So you do have to think about that and don't um, keep too much with you because you do kind of have to, you have to lug that around with you until you can get into your room. So we decorated our door. And then uh, when we got to our room, we had printed a bunch of um, like they have the the room number is a circle. And so a lot of people will make like decorations as if that was like Mickey's face. And so you can have ears on top and clothes on the bottom. So we had ours dressed as um, a New Orleans Saints fan and he had Mickey ears and Mickey gloves and shoes and all that. And we had names um, on different Mickey head characters for each one of us in the room. And so we kind of went all out on our door which was another thing I noticed that a lot of other doors were really plain, but as the cruise went on and they saw people had decorated, they were kind of adding things Uh, to their doors during the cruise. So it's really fun to kind of do that ahead of time and be in on the action from the beginning. So just another little quick thing. Um, And also on the first day they have open house for the kids club. So it's a good time that the parents can go in with the kids Um, You can't just leave the kids because the counselors are not responsible for them during open house time. Um, But it gives you a little bit of time to go in with them, kind of especially with my three year old to kind of show her around to the different areas that she might enjoy. One of the big things for me was showing her where the bathroom was and making sure she you know, knew how to go in, lock the door by herself because they do have to be independent Mm -hmm. with that. And she is on the younger end, uh, the the younger end of the spectrum for the kids club. So, um, but it was cool. They, the kids kind of got to, to check out what kind of stuff they had available. There's different little pods. They have one that's like themed like Pixie Hollow, one that's themed like Andy's room. Um, they have the Star Wars stuff actually in the club. And then there is um, like their dining room kind of makes a hallway over into the, the Oceaneer lab. So the kids can go back and forth between the two, but the club is kind of Um, geared more towards the younger kids and the lab more to maybe towards the older kids, like the nine, 10, 11, 12 age of the, um, of the kids club groups. So that one had a little bit more advanced, like iPad games. And, um, they had a little light up desk where they could, uh, trace pictures. Like they had different, um, like characters or star Wars stuff that the kids could put a paper over and have the light shining underneath so they could trace. My son really enjoyed that. So it was good to kind of get the lay of the land for them. So they kind of knew what to expect when they went. Awesome. Okay. And then after that was the muster drill that everybody has to do. And then is the sail away party, which was really fun. They had a bunch of characters that came out. Um, The, I guess, I don't know if they're called uh, cast members like they are in Disney World, but that's just what we found ourselves calling them throughout Uh the cruise. So they're out there too, like hyping everybody up and getting you all excited for the cruise. So that was really fun. And by the time we did all that, it was time for dinner. <laughs> we went to dinner at 545 and um, we were in the princess themed restaurant called Royal Court. So that one was, it was really nice. It was really pretty, elegant. The food was really good. So we, we enjoyed dinner. And Disney does, is it called rotational dining? Yes. So on your, um, they still use like key to the world cards, like they used to use at Disney World. And on there, it'll list your dining rotation. So it'll be the first letter of the name of each restaurant. And so it'll show you which order you're going to go in. So like ours was R-A-E, R-A-A-E. So that was like Royal Court, Animators, Enchanted Garden. And it just shows you where you're going to be each night. And it also tells you your table number. So usually when you get to the restaurant, they'll ask you which table 
are you seated at? And then they'll bring you over to your table. Okay. Did you guys have the, is there like an early dining and a late dining time? Yes. So the first dinner was what we did, uh, or that's called, I think, main dining. That was at 545. And then the later dining was at 815. Okay. Okay. And yeah, with kids that 815 is just not going to work. Yes. Oh, no, that would not have worked for us. So 545 (laughs) was perfect. One thing I did learn um, when I was researching in advance, there was something called it's either play and dine or dine and play. I'm not sure how it goes. But they advertised it for the late dining that you could go um, to dinner, they would bring the kids food out first. And then people from the, or counselors from the kids club would come pick the kids up and take them to the kids club. So they didn't have to sit for a long dinner that late at night. They could just go kind of go and play. Um, but they actually on this sailing, I don't know if this is the norm, but they were doing it for the early dining too. So there was a couple of nights that, um, either my son or both kids would go, um, when they would see the counselors walking around, if they were finished eating, they would just go ahead and go to the club. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. Cause the kids got served first. Um, you know, the, most of the adults were ordering like an appetizer and then an entree and the dessert and the kids would just get their food right away. Um, and then some nights they decided to get dessert. Some nights they just wanted to go to the club. Gotcha. Was there anything else you guys did that first day? No, that was more than enough. We were were exhausted. So it was very hectic. It was a lot um, quicker pace than I realized it was going to be. Yeah. And so you had your deluxe family ocean view stateroom. What were your first impressions of that as you guys kind of got settled into your room? It was for a cruise line stateroom. It was much bigger than I expected. I felt like we had plenty of room. And the one thing my husband and I both kind of remarked on the whole time we were unpacking is there is tons of storage. Um, so we had, we could fit all of the suitcases under the bed. The bed was raised up nice and high so they could fit underneath tons of drawers, cabinets. Like we didn't have to have stuff kind of all over the countertops. So we had plenty of places to put things and, um, the kids loved the big porthole in the room. They could sit in it. My son loved to kind of sit in there with a book in the mornings. Um, And it was the one large bed for my husband and I, I'm not sure if it was a queen or a king. Um, And then there was actually a sofa bed and also like a Murphy bed. So there was a separate bed for each kid. So they had their own space. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. So then how was your first full day? Um, This was a C day, I assume. It was a C day. So um, we kind of, that was like our day to kind of check out everything on the ship, kind of get the, you know, figure out where everything was. Um, we did actually kind of get up a little bit early that morning because we saw on the navigator on the first day, this was why I wanted to change our breakfast was that they were actually going to have, um, Catholic mass every morning. And as we found out when we went, um, to mass, uh, the priest was telling us that when they have like big, holidays, like, um, for our, in our case, it was Ash Wednesday, but also like, um, Good Friday and Easter. And for Christmas, they usually have a priest on board. So that's just something to keep in mind. Cause we didn't think that they would have that. Okay. So we were able to do that first. Um, and then we had our breakfast later that morning and it's a Disney junior character breakfast. So that was one of the things we had to sign up for in advance, uh, but it's not an extra cost. So, um, it was, 
uh, Mickey, Vampirina, Sophia, and Doc McStuffins. And um, they came through quick. It's not like Disney World where they kind of linger at each table. They were like taking pictures and moving on to the next. (laughs) So they kind of blew through. But then we had time to sit and eat. So that was nice. And we just kind of did a lot of different activities that they had on the ship that day. They have... um, like a scavenger hunt kind of thing. It's called the midship detective agency. And you go pick up like a map and um, a little like RFID card. And it gives you, you can pick from three different uh, mysteries that you want to solve. And it kind of takes you all around the ship and you interact with the, uh, with the pictures that are on the wall. Um, so like this one we were doing, we were trying to find out who had stolen the puppies from 101 Dalmatians. Um, so it took us all over. We were going up, down decks all, you know, but it helped us kind of see where everything was on the ship too. So the kids enjoyed it, but then we could kind of explore a little bit and they have lots of different family friendly events during the day. So a couple of things we did was, um, we went to a Disney trivia, we went to, Um, they had like an art arts and crafts, um, thing called to make a cruise passport. Mm -hmm. Um, so they gave you ideas for either like making an autograph book or something to, to kind of be like a souvenir from your cruise, but really, um, Delilah just kind of wanted to cut and paste and color. So we just kind of let her have (laughs) free reign, make whatever she wanted. Right. Actually, most of the morning, uh, my son was at the kids club. So we were kind of just with Delilah. And actually, that first day was where we met the most amazing cast member. We did not realize that first day, like how important he would become to us throughout the cruise. But if you can like make those connections with with the cast members, it makes your cruise so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, he just happened to be the host of the trivia. And then we went to the passports and he was there and he was like, oh, I just saw you guys at trivia. And so mm-hmm he kind of thought it was funny that he kept trying to like talk to my talk to Delilah and she was being all shy. And he was like, I'll win her over by the end of the cruise. Don't worry. So he like made it his mission to, <laughs> to get her to warm up. So that was really cool. Fun. They had a Pictionary challenge, which we did. They did a different trivia where it was a uh, Disney tune. So they would play a little bit on the piano and you had to guess the movie and the title of the song, which was a lot harder than you would think. Uh huh. That was, I mean, we just kind of went around and found found what kind of stuff they had to do um, during the day. The sea days were really like packed with different activities. I didn't feel like we had a hard time that day finding stuff to do. Now, what did you guys do for lunch that day? We went to uh, Cabanas, the buffet. Okay. That day. Um, we did that a couple of days, but the food, the food was good. But after a couple of days, we kind of got tired of it. So we had to, you know, look for there, there are more options, but that was just kind of the easiest thing to do was to go to cabanas. Yeah. Now, did your three year old tend to take naps? Or is she past the nap phase? She is not she likes to pretend she is. um, But (laughs) she um, so I try to get a nap most days. So if I knew, particularly on nights that we might want to stay up late, like if there was a show, Um, because if you like, we did the early dining at five 45. So our evening show was usually at eight 30. Um, and they're about an hour long and that's later than her typical bedtime. So on those days I tried to make sure she got a nap. Um, but there was some days just with what we were doing, she really couldn't. Um, so that day in particular, she did take one. Um, and you know, my husband and my son kind of went around and did more of the midship detective agency, you know, but it's it's hard, too, because it's like you're on vacation and you're just kind of stuck in the room while your kid's taking a nap. But, you know, I, I wanted to make sure we could enjoy the rest of our evening. So we just went ahead and made sure she could take one 
you know, when when we could fit it in. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And then what was your dinner venue that night? We were at, let's see, oh, it was formal night and we were at Animator's Palette. Um, and that is the one, I don't know if you've ever seen on like the cruise shows where they have the crush um, interaction. Yes. Where he's like, they have the screens. So we were right next to the crush tank, which was really cool. Um, and they do, it's not just when crush comes out and kind of talks to you, they have other stuff that happens on the screens during dinner. Um, they have uh, the fish that make the different shapes in Finding Nemo. They have those kind of pop up on the screen and they'll start, you know, starting to form something. So the kids were, you know, having fun trying to guess uh, what they were what they were making, if it was like an octopus or a submarine or whatever. So the food and the food pretty much every night, I mean, I can just say was was really amazing. This night was no different. We there was several nights that we ordered maybe like a couple of different entrees a couple of different desserts. Cause it's like, you know, it's all included. So if you want to try a little bit of this and that, it was no problem to just order whatever you wanted. Yeah. Okay. What did your eight-year-old versus your three-year-old think of Animator's Palette? Actually, they both really loved it. Okay. I mean, I would say equally like uh, Delilah was a little bit more kind of amazed like that really like magical. Wow. This is really amazing. Uh-huh. And my, my son just thought it was really cool. Like yeah. he just really enjoyed seeing, you know, the, the characters coming up to us because every now and then like Bruce, the shark would swim by or whatever. And they actually came uh, crush actually was talking to uh, the, we had another family at our table, another family of four. And he actually came over to our table and was talk was talking to everybody, somebody at each table kind of asking like, how do you say hello, where you're from? And so he would have everybody repeat it and just made it a little more interactive. So that was really fun. Nice. So then your next day, that Monday the 4th, was that a sea day or a port day? Well, after dinner that night was the um, was our first Broadway show too. I'll just mention that real quick because awesome. there was there was a show every night. Three of them were like Broadway style shows okay. and the rest were kind of just like um, performers, like they had jugglers, magicians, stuff like that. So that was the first night that they had a Broadway style show. So that was why we made sure she got that nap in. Um, and it was a lot of, it was a kind of a compilation of lots of different um, musical numbers from different movies. So they did like um, Kiss the Girl, I've Got a Dream, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. So that one was really fun. That one was probably my favorite of the um, the three Broadway shows. So that one was uh, definitely worth staying, keeping the kids up late to see because they, I mean, just absolutely, they were just in love with everything um, during the show. Oh, fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, very cool. All right. So definitely a packed first day or first yes. full day. So then the next day, that Monday the 4th, was that a um, sea day or a port day? That was our first port day. We were in Cozumel that day. Okay. All right. So how did that day go? Um, It was good. We were able to get up and have breakfast at the buffet. And then we had to meet for our port adventure. We had scheduled it through Disney. Um, it was chocolate and pinata making. Um, so one of the things we struggled with, uh, planning this cruise was choosing port adventures because Delilah is only three. It kind of limited what we could choose. Yeah. Um, we couldn't do a lot of the like dolphin interactions and stuff like that. And some of the ones she could do just seemed a little bit too much, um, for her for one day, like they were all day excursions. So, um, this one was only a couple of hours and it seemed, you know, pretty low key, um, 
And it was very quick to, from the port. So it was just a quick little taxi ride that which was included. The taxi ride uh, there and back was included. And actually, um, there was a little girl from my son's school. They're in the same class. And they were her and her family were on the cruise, too. And her and her mom were doing that same excursion with us. So the okay. kids were able to hang out and do that together. Oh, that's fun. It was great. It was perfect for them. So we learned about the history of chocolate. Um, and then we got to make our own to take home, which was fun to make, but it does not taste good, <laughs> so, <laughs> unfortunately. But we did get to taste the kind that they make there. So they gave us like three or four different ones to sample. Um, and we could buy some to bring home, of course. You know, it was a nice little sales pitch for that. Um, so we did buy a few to, to bring home. And then they got to decorate their own pinata. And then we went outside so that they could hit a real pinata and they could grab, you know, once the candy came out, they could grab all the candy to kind of stuff their little pinatas to take home. Okay. Um, so it, it was fun. It was only a couple hours. So it was, it was really easy, laid back. Um, and, you know, then we could, then it, they brought us back to the ship. Awesome. Did you guys do anything else in Cozumel other than that excursion or did you, was that pretty much it? That was pretty much it. We kind of looked around the shops because they bring you back to the port and they have all the, you know, different shops that are right there um, outside the ship. And most of them, you know, they're kind of they're hollering at you to try to get you to come in their store. And it just kind of felt really pushy. And it wasn't really anything we were interested in buying. So we looked around, but not very long. And then we went back to the ship. We had lunch um, at the pool deck. We kind of like, we got back on, got the kids in their swim stuff, went to the pool deck. And it was amazing the difference between the sea day when we had walked past the pool and this day when we went to the pool. There was <laughs> so much less people because on the my the sea day, my son kept saying, oh, I wish we could go to the pool and ride the aqua duck and all that. And I'm like, just wait till tomorrow. So you <laughs> see how many people are here. Um, so they had they were able to play in the pool. There's a great little splash pad for the younger kids. Um, so that my daughter could play and one of us could stay with her. And then we were able to take turns with my son riding the aqueduct. And it was posted a 20 minute wait, we maybe waited 10 minutes each time we went. Um, so that was a that was the perfect way to get to ride it. A lot of people try to do it on embarkation day, which was kind of what I thought we would maybe do. But like I said, we were so overwhelmed with everything with it being our first cruise yeah. that we didn't even think about stopping to put on bathing suits when we got on the ship. So this was a better way for us to do it since we weren't import. We were not out off the ship all day long. Yeah. So that was good. And then that night was pirate night. Ooh. So that was one of their, their our first themed night. They do give you like they'll put little bandanas uh, that say like pirates in the Caribbean and they have Mickey, a pirate Mickey face on them. So you get those for everybody in your family um, in the room. And then um, they have I did put my daughter down for a nap that afternoon and it made us miss her and I missed a lot of the characters because my husband was trying to message me on the app to tell me like they have, you know, this one's out dressed up like the pirates. They had like Mickey, Minnie, Chip and Dale, Goofy, Pluto were all dressed in their pirate stuff. And we missed all of that because I didn't, I wasn't getting any of his messages. So, mm. um, yeah, so we missed out her and I missed out on that part, but it, we were doing that so she could stay up late that night because there were fireworks. So we wanted to make sure we saw that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was, Apparently, this was different than what they normally do. I found out later on our, um, there was a Facebook group for our cruise, and somebody posted that they were doing things differently than normal cruises because ours was had a Star Wars day at sea. Okay. Um, so 
it sounds it sounds like normally they do like this um, deck party show type thing with Mickey and the other characters teaching everybody to be pirates. And that is followed right away by the fireworks and everything's done kind of later at night. But what they did for this one was you had, we had the deck party early in the evening. So before dinner, it was maybe around four thirty, four forty-five. Okay. They did the show. Then we went to dinner and then the fireworks were kind of in between um, the two dining times. So everybody would have a chance to see it. Ah, okay. So everybody, they, everybody was dressed in their pirate stuff to go to dinner. You didn't have to like get dressed up <laughs> to go to dinner. You didn't look out of place in your pirate stuff. <laughs> um, and I had thought I had seen maybe this was just something that they did different on our cruise again because we had a special Star Wars night. But um, I thought normally they had a pirate night menu. But when we went to dinner, it looked just like a, one of the the restaurant's regular menus. So I, I don't know if that's something that. Uh, would maybe be different on other cruises. Gotcha. Okay. And um, what dinner, what restaurant were you in that night for dinner? This was Enchanted Garden. Um, and it wasn't a bad meal, but it was probably our least favorite food of the three restaurants. Um, so we, we each found something that we would eat, but it was uh, heavy on the seafood. And I guess for us, just coming from New Orleans, it's hard for us to eat seafood other places that's yeah. not seasoned the same and that kind of stuff. So it was good, but it was definitely not um, not our favorite of the three. Does it have any particular theme, the restaurant? So our um, our server was telling us that as the night goes on, like the lighting will change. Um, all of the, the lighting fixtures look like flowers and they kind of bloom as the night goes on. Um, So the colors kind of change, he said, to represent the different seasons, I want to say, he said. So you just kind of notice like the restaurant kind of just changes slightly at almost you don't even notice it until you look and you're like, oh, wait, that light, that lamp looks a lot more open than it did before because it's kind of, you know, tight like a flower and then it kind of blooms as the dinner goes on. Gotcha. Okay. So that was cool. Okay. And then did you guys do anything after dinner that night? So after dinner was was the fireworks. Um, it was really funny because we saw our cast member buddy, Raph. Um, he was actually one of the pirates in the show. So we went down um, to see him at the dance party after the fireworks because my daughter was dressed up as Tinkerbell. And by that time, she actually gave him a hug. <laughs> so, so she said um, she did ask him why he was a bad pirate because he was he was in uh, Captain Hook's group that came and tried to take over. So she was asking him why he was a bad pirate. Um, but it was really cute. And then we actually did catch Peter Pan that night. We were the last family to kind of run and get in his line before they closed it. Since she was dressed as Tinkerbell, it was like, oh, we definitely have to get her to meet Peter Pan. Yeah. um, Yeah. So that was it. And then that was that was it for our night. Awesome. Okay. All right. So then the next day, was that another port day or another sea day? That was another port day. It was Grand Cayman, but we honestly kind of treated it like a sea day. So we had not booked any excursions and we pretty much planned on staying on the ship the whole day um, just because you had to, um, this was a port where you had to tender in so they couldn't get all the way up to like a dock where you can just exit the ship. You had to get onto another smaller boat and they bring you into the port. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also with just looking at the activities that Disney offered, there was really nothing that my daughter could do. And we had looked into doing um, something on our own, maybe booking a stingray excursion, but I was afraid at how she would react to them. Cause we watched videos and I mean, the stingrays are coming 
up to you with no fear. So they are kind of like all over you trying to get the little food and stuff they give you to feed them. And I just kind of thought that might freak her out. So we decided just to scrap anything on Grand Cayman. We would have to worry about getting our own transportation. And I just didn't want to have to deal with any of that. So we were mostly on the ship. Um, so there was, they were drawing classes. They used to have them at um, Hollywood Studios where you could go and an animator would show you how to draw a character. So they had plenty of those on the ship. Um, so we did one of those that morning and drew Olaf. Um, and then that was the morning of the princess gathering. Okay. So that was another ticketed event. Um, also not an extra cost, but you do have to have a ticket. Um, and so basically in the atrium, they had four princesses out all at one time. So it was Ariel, Belle, Cinderella, and Tiana, and they kind of stagger the time so that people are not all showing up at once. And so it moves really quickly to get through the line. Um, but they do, it doesn't really look at first like they're keeping anybody out. Cause it, we just walked up and got in line. You don't actually have tickets to hand to anybody, but they do come around and check your room number and highlight, you know, to make sure that you are supposed to be on that list so that, okay. you know, people that haven't booked it aren't just walking up. Okay. All right. What did, um, was this for both your son and your daughter or just your daughter? It was mainly for my daughter, but I did twist my son's arm a little bit and at least got him to just go jump in a picture with each princess. <laughs> so, um, he obliged for that, you know, he, he stuck it out for me and just got in one picture. Um, and it was, that day was actually Mardi Gras. So we had, um, we were all had Mardi Gras, like shirts and we had, my son was wearing beads. So when we saw Tiana, she was all excited, uh, you know, to tell us happy Mardi Gras and stuff. And, uh, so that one was a really fun meet. Nice. But then after that, we were kind of just hanging around the, the ship. We did some more trivia. They have miniature golf. So we did that. Um, we did the pool again and my husband and my son did get off the ship for a little while just to go look around in the shops while Delilah took her nap. Um, so they, they did get off for a little while, but didn't really end up, you know, seeing anything super exciting. It was mostly just shopping. Gotcha. So, um, after she got up, we, it was time to kind of start getting ready for dinner and I had looked on the app. So before you get on the ship, you can download the, uh, I think it's called the Disney cruise line navigator app and, um, you can set your phone on airplane mode and turn on your Wi-Fi, and it's not... You can't like use that free Wi-Fi to like check Facebook or your email or anything like that, but you can um, use it to just use that app and it shows you the navigator for the day um, instead of like the paper navigator that they, I think, used to leave in your room that showed you all the events that are going on at what time, which uh -huh. characters are out, what movies are playing. So you can pull all that up on your phone and it's actually organized really well because you can scroll through like character greetings. So you can just pull up those and see who's going to be out where and at what time. Um, you can look in the youth clubs and see what's going on in the kids clubs. They have different activities. So if, if one of the kids wanted to go for something in particular, we could, um, there's a way to favorite everything. You just tap the little heart and it'll save it to your favorites list. And oh. then it sends you alerts. So like we would get, like, if we wanted to meet Mickey at four o'clock on the balcony of deck four, like 15 minutes before we'd get a little pop-up on our phone that would say, Hey, Mickey's about to start. Um, so it was, it was a really good way to kind of keep track of all the stuff. Cause we would just go through and favorite like everything, even if we didn't <laughs> think we, we could get to do it, Yeah. but it was just a way to kind of see like, Oh, Hey, we maybe wanted to do that and we have time. So let's go do that. 
So that particular evening before dinner, there was just character meet after character meet. They were just rotating between decks three and four. So we were just hopping from one to the next and just kind of rotating around. Uh, so we caught Mickey, Daisy, Minnie, Donald, Pluto. We saw Stitch walking around. It was kind of already like character overload. And then in the evening, they had a couple of like acoustic live performers came out. So they started their performance and then Belle just kind of came wandering out without a handler, just looking around like she was enjoying the ship and started dancing with all the little girls that were in the atrium. So she would she would grab a few of them and spin around in a circle. So Delilah kind of got in on that. And then Tiana and Vampirina just showed up and they all started playing hide and seek. So they like one princess would like grab a, a group of kids and they would go hide somewhere. And one of the other princesses would grab a group of kids to go look for them. And it was... It was just the most random but fun evening, probably the whole time, because they, you know, all these characters just showed up and were just interacting. It wasn't just stand in line, take a picture, move on. So right. that that night was really fun. Nice. It's so cool when you can see that type of spontaneity still with the characters, because yes. you just, yes. especially, I've heard at Disneyland you see a little bit more of that, but at Disney World you just you can't see that because they would just, you know, especially with characters like that. Yeah, they just yes. be mobbed with people. Absolutely. We've been to Disneyland a few times and you can definitely see the difference there. And this was maybe even like times 10. I mean, there would just be like, we were planning to see Stitch like later that night. And as we were waiting for somebody else, we just saw him wandering up by the elevators. So we just (laughs) ran up there, took a quick picture and then went back to one of the scheduled meets. I mean, so they just had characters everywhere and the lines were not long at all. I mean, they did 15 minute sets, but they got a lot of people through in those 15 minutes and you never felt like you were waiting in this forever long line like you do in the park sometimes. Oh, good. So that was great. The kids had kind of, so for a couple of days, we kind of kept asking them, do you want to go to the kids club? Do you want to go? And they would always say, no, no, we'll just stay with you. Um, and I had really thought it would be the opposite. I kind of thought we just would never see them and would never be able to pull them out of there. So this night in particular, our, um, I was talking to the other mom that we were sitting with at dinner and telling her like, you know, we just can't peel them off of us sometimes. Like we want them to go to the kids club for a little (laughs) while. Uh, we were looking forward to a little bit of time. And, um, so she started talking about her little girl was going that night to something called the Pluto's pajama party in the kids club. So she got them all hyped up. She was like, oh, you know, my daughter's going to go in her pajamas and it's going to be so fun and Pluto's going to be there. And so she got the kids hyped up and my all of a sudden my kids were like, we want to go. <laughs> so that kind of turned it around for them. They uh, after dinner, like so we ate that night at Royal Court again, but then we took them after dinner to change into their PJs, brought them to the kids club and we got a little bit of time to kind of wander around the ship on our own shop a little bit. We actually did the, um, the nighttime show that night, just the two of us, we went to see it was Aladdin that night, which was really good. And I've heard on lots of different podcasts that the genie is kind of steals the show. And it's so true. Like you just (laughs) really don't realize it until you're watching it. But he was so funny. Um, like he would tell that he would tell these topical jokes or like make jokes about the ship. Um, you know, when Aladdin said, I'm going to use my last wish to set you free, he goes free, like the ice cream on deck 11, just (laughs) stuff like that. It was, it was really funny. He was, um, 
he was really amazing. So the kids were not sad at all that they missed the show because they were <laughs> super excited about the pajama party. Oh, good. Uh, so when we went to go pick them up, they just could not stop talking. Like they were just chattering the whole way back to the room, the whole time we got them ready for bed. Even when we put them in the bed, turned off the lights, pulled the curtain, they were still just telling us about <laughs> all the stuff they had done at the party. So that really turned them around on the clubs. They had, they heard that there was going to be another one Friday night. So, you know, that got them like really amped up, like they couldn't wait to do it again. So it was they had the best time. Bless that other mom for pulling those that mom magic. She did. She just jumped right in. She was like, Oh, really? They don't want to go? Well, you know, what's happening. Like she just she took over and just turned it around for us. It was perfect. (laughs) Fun. All right. Well, that definitely sounds like of a very fun day for all of you. Yes, it absolutely was. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So then that next day, Wednesday, the 6th, was that port or sea day? That was our last. Well, no, technically not our last port day. That was um, Jamaica. Um, so this was the day we had booked an excursion um, uh, with an, an outside company. Um, so we kind of had to get up kind of early that day. So we did room service instead of trying to get um, over to the buffet for breakfast. Uh, and it was actually, we went to a resort called Jewel Runaway Bay Beach Resort. And it's actually an excursion offered through Disney. And we booked it through resortforaday.com for about half the price of what Disney um, sells it for. So uh, we got the same experience for much less money. Awesome. How did that end up working out for you? Um, we had, so if you use this service, make sure you remember to print your tickets. We had kind of a panic a couple of days before when we realized we had forgot to print the tickets. So that was a a hassle to work through. Um, we had to, you know, find free Wi-Fi at one of the ports (laughs) to at least get it from our email. We went to guest services, asked, you know, is there any way you can print this for us? So we, a manager came over and was very kind about it. She said, yes, you can email it to me. I will print it and bring it to your stateroom. But just remember to do that because they actually do take that paper. You know, Ah. sometimes they tell you, make sure you have this and then nobody asks for it. They really do ask for it. So just something to keep in mind. (laughs) Um, But the resort itself was beautiful. It was about a 45 minute bus ride. Um, when you get there, the concierge kind of takes you around to kind of show you where everything is and what you have access to. So we had access to their pool. Um, they had a water park with water slides. They had a beach access and they had several different food locations and all, um, I think maybe not all, but most of the food and even drinks were included. So like beer, daiquiris, like that kind of stuff was all included also. Awesome. They had snacks. They had like popcorn, nachos. We had lunch, like all of that was included. So we kind of spent the morning at the water park, taking um, Paxton down the water slide. Delilah was playing in the little like water splash pad uh, playground area. They had a lazy river. Um, So we did that for the first like maybe hour and a half or so. And then we had lunch and then we went over to the beach uh, and the kids, you know, were burying themselves in the sand and which was really fun to try to clean up uh, later before we got on the bus (laughs) to go back. But um, but they had a blast. So they were covered head to toe in sand and had, you know, just the best time digging and building sandcastles and all kinds of stuff. Fun. Um, So we were there. Let's see. So we got there at about 9.15 and then the bus back was at 2.30, but they asked you to be there a little bit early. So about 9.15 to 2.15 was the time we actually had to kind of enjoy everything. Okay. Um, and that was, that was a good amount of time. Like, I feel like any longer we, I would have been like, 
okay, I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to wrap this up. <laughs> you know, let's get back to the, get back to the ship. So it was, it was a good amount of time. Awesome. Okay. And once we were back on board, it was, we really didn't have much time to do anything else. So we kind of freshened up and changed for dinner. Um, there was a few characters out before we got to dinner. So we got to meet like Cinderella, Goofy and Max, Chippendale, uh, before we went to our restaurant, uh, which was Animator's Palette again. And this night they had the animation show. Okay. So our server had told us like, get here a few minutes early um, because they have a placemat for each person with like a blank body, I guess, on it. And each part is kind of separated. So it has like a blue outline or like around the head, one around the torso, one around the hands. And you draw inside the blue and you can draw any, like you can draw yourself or any kind of character or whatever. Um, but you draw each little part separately and then they pick up your placemats, you have your dinner and then they kind of turn the lights down and on the big screens, like where a couple of nights ago crush was, they start parading the people like at your kind of like your section. Cause it's a huge restaurant. So it's not everybody in the whole restaurant, mm. but like the few tables around you, all your little people that you drew are animated and they, you know, run across the screen or they put them like in part scenes from Disney movies. Like they'll have your character interacting with like Jiminy Cricket um, or the puppies from 101 Dalmatians. And it was so funny um, to see what other people had drawn. Cause some people just like, you could tell which ones like a kid had just kind of scribbled. So there's just like this scribble person uh -huh. <laughs> running across the screen. Um, so it was, it was really fun to, and the kids love like, Oh, that one was mine. Ooh, that one was daddy's and, you know, finding, finding our people as they went through. That was, that was probably the, the best dinner entertainment the whole week. That one was really fun. So it's definitely not to be missed. Awesome. And then that night was kind of low key. The kids went to the kids club and we got to try out some adult only trivia for the first time, which was a totally different atmosphere than like the family C day trivia we had done before. Uh -huh. um, it was a little more um, like interactive. Everybody was um, making like our, the host was hysterical. His name was Chris and he actually did all of the adult trivias that we ended up going to. He was hysterical. So he kept the crowd amped up. He made lots of jokes and um, it was really fun. It was, we did nineties music, which I thought I was going to be way better at, <laughs> but some people were getting, some people were getting perfect scores. Like we were not coming even close. So uh -huh. um, it was, it was fun, but we were not going for the win. So yeah. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was just, it was just fun to be around adults, you yes. know, and have a little bit of, you know, time like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think we did anything else that night. The one thing that did pop up was on the app. We noticed they posted showtimes for Captain Marvel um, because that was being released um, on Friday. And they didn't really mention it at all during the cruise. Like there was nothing posted, nothing on the Navigator app. And then all of a sudden that night, I just happened to be scrolling through and saw that they had posted showtimes that you could go see it in the theaters. So we were we were excited to try to um, fit that into our plan. Cause we really wanted to see it while we were on the ship. Yeah. Awesome. So you have to look out for stuff like that. If you're there on a, a week that they're premiering a movie. Okay. Okay, cool. So then the next day, um, that was Thursday, the seventh, I'm guessing that was your day at their private Island. Actually, no, this was our star Wars day at sea. Star Wars um, day at sea. So okay. it was all star Wars all day. 
We immediately noticed when we got up, they had changed the music on board. It was normally all Disney music. It was all Star Wars music. Nice. And one of the things we had signed up for that day was um, the Jedi training for my son. Uh, so they did that in the theater. We, um, just had to kind of go down, sign him up. And then they took him off to the side to get him ready, get him into his, um, his robes. And then they brought the kids up on the stage to, uh, they taught him the moves first and told him all the rules of being a Jedi. And then, um, it was actually really funny because the ship was moving a lot that day and the kids were all kind of swaying back and forth (laughs) on the stage from the movement of the ship. Uh Uh-huh. And he got to fight Darth Vader. So that was really cool. He enjoyed that. We're not a big Star Wars family. So this day was not geared towards us. Um, But they did have some Star Wars themed uh, drawing classes. So we learned how to draw a porg. Um, They had a scavenger hunt uh, where they had like the porgs were going around the ship and um, messing with the wiring and stuff. So you had to find them. Um, all throughout the ship and you filled in a little card and you were supposed to get the name of a place where you would go at the end of the evening to kind of complete the scavenger hunt. Um, But so we figured out all the letters, but we didn't make it to the location (laughs) that night. So, but it was just fun to go around. Nice. They had ticketed meets for some of the characters. So we had one for the droids. Um, So we got to meet C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, they also had one for Chewbacca and I think one for Darth Vader and we had scheduled one for Chewbacca, but we just kind of ended up missing it. It didn't work with our, um, our afternoon kind of schedule. So we did lunch that day at Royal court because they had like one restaurant each day where you could go for a sit down lunch. Um, so we were kind of tired of the buffet and the pool grill. So we decided to do, um, like a sit down lunch, which was nice. And it didn't, um, it didn't take very long. It was, uh, you know, still pretty quick, but it was nice to have different options like pastas and stuff like that, instead of just kind of eating the same old stuff we had been eating all week. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. And then we got to do another, uh, adults only movie quotes trivia when the kids went to the kids club after lunch. So that was fun. This day, they did have fireworks for Star Wars, but they were not until 1015, which is super late for us. Yeah. So um, I had actually had both kids take a nap that day. My son fought me on it, but I swear they both laid down and within five minutes they were out. (laughs) Um, So they napped in the late afternoon right up pretty much until we had to get up for dinner. We went to, we were at an animator's palette again that night, but there was not like any kind of special Star Wars show or anything, but they did have a special menu for that night that was Star Wars themed. So that was interesting. My husband and I went to the show that night while the kids were in the kids club after dinner. So we got to see the performer and then we went to get them, um, you know, with a little bit of time before the fireworks so we could go find a good spot up on the pool deck. Um, The fireworks were great, you know, really fun. It's really cool to see fireworks you know when you're out at sea and so it was really special that we had two nights and the only other like interesting thing that they did that we uh saw during that day was there was a special buffet after the fireworks which was um interesting so they had a lot of different stuff that they don't normally have during the day um but we were just like too full to eat anything else it was too late at night (laughs) but um there were a lot of other things you could do if you were a big star wars fan they had like special Star Wars specific trivia. They had different speakers and, you know, stuff like that. But we just, this was kind of a tough day for me because we were, I'm just not into Star Wars. So. Right. Awesome. 
All right. So Friday the 8th. So tell me how Castaway Key was. So we, for Castaway Key, we actually had uh, that morning an early meet set up for uh, my, my daughter with Anna and Elsa. It was the only day we could get it. So I tried to get the earliest times because I kind of knew we'd want to spend a good part of the day on Castaway Key. So um, I took her to meet Anna and Elsa, which was super cute. She was so excited. As soon as we walked in, she said, I can't wait to meet them. Um, And they were both really talkative and gave her lots of hugs. And um, it it was really fun. But the boys did not want to do that. So they (laughs) went to get us a spot on the beach. And they actually ended up running the 5K, which they have on on the island. Um, so my son was too young to actually get a medal, but he was able to run. So my husband got one and just kind of gave it to him um, so that he could, you know, he was, he felt accomplished. Yeah. And that was really just like our big like lay on the beach day. So we went to the family beach and got a couple of chairs. Um, they were, you know, building sandcastles, stuff like that. And then, um, the, Food on the island is all included. So they have two different locations for their barbecue, Um, ribs, chicken, burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that. So after a while on the beach, we went to grab some lunch. It's called uh, Cookies, Cookies and Cookies 2. So we went to Cookies 2, which was recommended by our server. I think maybe um, just because it's a little more into the island. So it's maybe a little less crowded than the other one that you get to right when you come off the ship. They actually have a version of the kids club on the island called Skettles Cove. So it's like a big, huge play area for their for the kids. Um, they have different activities like coconut bowling. They have a luau. So the kids wanted to go there for a little while and we just kind of relaxed on the beach. We didn't go check out the adult beach, but they do have an area that's adults only. And, um, the only other thing we really did that was kind of special on the Island was, um, they actually have their own post office. So we wrote out some postcards and had them sent home and it is cash only. So you do kind of have to remember that you can kind of get used to just using your cards everywhere else, but, um, you do have to have cash if you want to use the post office. Okay. And it started, it started getting really cloudy and they had kind of been telling us that there might be some rain in the afternoon. So when the clouds kind of started rolling in, we got back on the ship, like maybe around three 30, even though we were in port until four 45. So you could, we could have stayed a little bit longer. Um, but that night we also wanted to go see captain Marvel. So we wanted to make sure that, um, we were able to get my daughter something to eat and have time to get her to the kids club. Cause the movie was at five. So we did miss our dinner on the last night, but we did, we really wanted to see the movie. So we just grabbed some food from the pool deck and actually ate it in the theater. So you can bring, um, like we grabbed pizza from, from up, from up at the pool deck and just brought it to the theater to eat. Awesome. And the movie was really good. It was, it was really funny. Um, and it was nice to kind of not have to worry about like paying a babysitter at home to, yeah. <laughs> to go see a movie. So the kids went to the the second pajama party that night. We did another trivia. Um, it was 2000s music trivia, which we were horrible at. But these two <laughs> girls came in and asked to sit at our table. And one of them had actually brought notes from previous cruises. And we ended up winning because she knew all of the songs. Like she only missed three points out of 30. So <laughs> we all got um, a prize for her effort, which was really cool. Um, <laughs> and then um, we went to the la- the last Broadway show was called uh, Believe, which was another kind of compilation show. But um, I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't think the story flowed as well as the one we had seen um, 
earlier in the cruise that had like the different songs from different movies. Okay. Um, but it was still really good. I mean, it's Disney quality. So, you know, it entertains the adults, entertains the kids. We went by after the show to see um, our buddy Raph one more time because we mm-hmm. knew he was going to be at the Disney Tunes trivia that night. We wanted to make sure we saw him one more time to say goodbye. And um, the prize we had gotten for the trivia was a Disney Cruise Line hat. And so we had given it to my son and he was wearing it when we went to see him. And he said, oh, you saw the backpacks? And I had no idea what he was talking about. But my husband had gone into the room earlier to drop something off and had seen that there was a Disney Cruise Line backpack um, on each kid's bed. And so he was like, oh, I didn't realize those were from you. Like, oh, you know, thank you for, you know, giving them something. He was um, and Raph was just like, you know, I really enjoyed your family. I wanted to give you guys a little something special to go home with. And um, when we got into the room, it actually wasn't even just a backpack. It was filled with stuff. So they each kid had a Disney Cruise Line notebook, a luggage tag, a keychain, and a hat. And so when he saw my son wearing the hat, he thought we had already opened the bags. <laughs> so, uh. Uh, so we, uh, my husband made sure, like after we put the kids to bed, he was like, "I have to go back and like really thank him because I didn't realize he had given them, you know, all this stuff." So yeah. um, he had like gone into the computer. So since he knew Delilah's first name, he said he just started with A. And was just looking at like every letter for the last name until he found our room. <laughs> and he came and our um, our stateroom host was doing our turn down. So he just said like, hey, can I leave this for them? So it was kind of good that we went to see him because we wouldn't have known it was from him. He yeah. didn't like leave a note or anything. He was really amazing. So we got a cute little picture of him and Delilah. Um, by the end of the cruise, they were best buddies. So Aww. that was really fun. Yeah. It's cool when you can make those connections. Absolutely. It was really great. And then that was it for our cruise. The next day, they like kicked us off after breakfast. <laughs> they will, <laughs> they was, will physically remove you from that ship. Somebody in our cruise group made a, a funny point. She was like, "There wasn't even any Mickey waffles at breakfast that morning." They were like, <laughs> "Get off, eat, like eat and get out." So, um, so we did do actually like we getting off the ship was super easy. We had put our luggage out the night before that we wanted um, them to take some our big bags. Um, so all we had to do was kind of carry our carrier ons with us to breakfast that morning. Um, there's two options for breakfast. We went with the buffet or they have a sit down breakfast. Uh, but if you are the early dining, you have the early breakfast, which is at 645. And we did not want to go to breakfast that early. Mm. So they don't really tell you that cabanas is an option, but it is. You don't you don't have to go to your assigned breakfast time. Okay. So getting off the ship was super easy. We got our luggage um, and we made the drive back to Kadani. We were staying there again for one night. This was kind of a rough day because we were really tired. We kind of had thought maybe about just hanging out at the pool. But after a whole week of changing kids in and out of bathing suits and sunscreen, we really didn't feel like dealing with all of that. So um, we actually just spent the day at Disney Springs and just looked around the shops. Uh, We ate lunch there at Chicken Guy, which was good. Um, the only bad thing I didn't like about it was the seating was super hard to come by, but we got we got lucky to grab a table. We tried to go to Splitsville. We thought it would be fun to maybe bowl, but um, they have early bird pricing before noon. And since it was afternoon, it was $22 a person. That oh. just didn't seem worth the price. So we went back to the hotel to just, they have like an activity room that has like movies, they have games. Um, there's a big checkerboard, uh, game that the kids can play. And so we just hung out there until our room was ready. And then it was kind of a low key night. 
we were all tired. You know, we didn't feel like having to unpack, you know, too much that we would just have to repack again in the morning. So we just kind of chilled at the hotel that night. Awesome. And then the next morning you guys drove back. Yes. So the next day was just get up early and drive home. Yeah, that's the least fun day of the trip. Absolutely. That was no fun. That was a long day. (laughs) (laughs) So thinking back on it as a family vacation, do you feel like are are you guys are you guys cruise people? Are you kind of you know, did it feel like it was a good vacation for your family? The first couple of days were rough, but by the end of the week, we were definitely a cruise family. So, <laughs> I mean, it. we actually booked a placeholder on board. So you can either book a cruise that's already been released for a discount, or you can just kind of say, hey, I know I want to take one in the future and I want to lock in this discount now. And you have two years to use that placeholder to book a cruise. Um, so we booked a placeholder for now. We're hoping we can maybe go in a couple of years. But I mean, that the last night at Kadani, both kids were crying. They wanted to be back on the ship. No. Um, the whole ride home, my daughter kept saying, I hate our house. I want to go back on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say they had a really great time. They yeah. um, and, you know, the grandparents have been calling since we got back and they just keep going on and on about all the fun they had. So it, it was definitely we were all sad to leave that ship. Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not happy that your kids were sad, but right. But it was <laughs> nice because it, you know, sometimes we wondered if they were really having a good time. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes when they didn't want to go to the club, but then they didn't really want to do anything that we suggested that they do. It was like, you know, why did we pay all this money? You know, you guys are just acting like you're bored with everything. But like, you know, after those, like I said, after those first couple of days, we kind of got into the swing of it and we were a little bit more, forceful, I guess. Like we were those parents, like telling the kids like, okay, you're going to the kids club for a little while. And they might say, Oh, I really don't want to. And it's like, no, you're going. But then when we'd go pick them up, they were like, well, I'm not finished. I'm working on this, you know, this art project. So they never wanted to leave. So, you know, after a couple of times of that, we didn't feel bad making them go anymore. (laughs) So, um, after that, we all had a really good time. Cause then my husband and I could do some of the, you know, adult activities and, or just kind of relax and not have to worry about, keeping kids happy and stuff like that. So that turned it around for us. Awesome. Okay. So did you learn anything on this trip that will make you do something differently if you guys take a cruise in the future? I think we would not plan so much, um, especially not things that were early in the morning because, um, you know, it's a cruise vacation. You want to be relaxed. But I felt like a lot of mornings we had stuff that even if it was like at 8.30, 8.45, it was like we were setting an alarm to make sure we had enough time to get up and get dressed and eat. So I definitely on future cruises, we will not plan so much stuff early in the morning, even though our kids tend to wake up early. It's just kind of nice sometimes to just um, relax in the morning and not have to rush off to something. So I think that's definitely something we'll change next time, just not being so overly planned. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's a hard habit to break for people who are used to going to Disney World because we're so trained to plan everything so much. And those early morning breakfasts, those are, you know, they're like gold. That's exactly it. Yes. I'm I'm used to a certain way of vacation planning and this is almost the complete opposite. So (laughs) aside from like a port adventure that required me to be up early, I would prefer not to have so much early morning stuff planned. Yeah. So based on this trip, what one tip would you give to a first timer? I would say 
you have to, especially if you're a Disney World person, you kind of have to let go of having like expectations of having all that control over your trip. Um, because same with Disney World, it's not going to go exactly how you planned, but the cruise lends you a little bit more in the way of flexibility, more so than the parks does. So don't over plan, but then don't kind of panic when you feel like your plan is starting to fall apart because there's always something else you can go find to do. Um, it's Disney, so there's always family friendly um, activities going on, there's always characters, um, there's always something you can find that's going to kind of boost you up and give you something else to do. So don't, and, and even if your kids are maybe different than mine and want to spend a lot more time in the kids club, yes, it's a family vacation, but I kind of had gone in with the mindset that, well, it's my kid's vacation too. So if they want to spend a whole lot of time in the kids club, you know, let them do that. Let them do what makes them happy too, so that they can enjoy it too. And that'll give us more time um, you know, as adults to have a conversation without the kids around or, you know, do something that, um, is fun for the adults, check out the adult pool, stuff like that. So that's what I would say is it's just a different way of planning. Awesome. Okay. So I know you said you have a placeholder cruise booked for sometime the next two years. What do you think will be your next Disney trip? Do you think it'll be Disney world, Disneyland, or a Disney cruise? We are definitely doing Disney World next year. We used to go every single year, sometimes multiple times a year, and we haven't been since 2016. So we are way overdue (laughs) to go to the parks. (laughs) We just recently bought a resale DVC contract that we haven't had a chance to use yet. So that is the plan for next year is Uh we are going to use our DVC points for the first time and we are going back to Disney World. So the plan is next year world and then maybe the following year, kind of this same time frame, another cruise. Nice. And since we know that you are such a huge diehard Star Wars fan, you are going to be so excited (laughs) to hit up the Galaxy's Edge and have like a seven hour wait just to get into the land. Not at all. I am so (laughs) dreading it. I kept telling my husband, I was like, we planned this so poorly. We could have gone like this summer when they had all the discounts and, you know, the crowds (laughs) are lower because it's all before Star Wars. But that's just how it works out. So we will just put on our big girl panties and just, <laughs> you know, take it on as, as much as we can. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Awesome. Well, it was really nice to hear all about this. I have never taken a Disney cruise. I have taken several other cruises, but I'm mm-hmm. always interested to hear how Disney cruises go. So this was this was really great to get to hear all about your trip. Oh, great. Well, I'm, I'm so glad I was able to, to tell you about it, you know, not having much to compare it to with other lines. But, you know, just if you think about like taking a cruise and just combining it with all that Disney magic, it's like you just you really can't go wrong. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great night. Okay, thank you so much. You too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Big thanks to Christy for coming on the show this week. All right, so don't forget to enter my first ever To the Mouse and Back contest. Hoping this is something that we can do more in the future, but we'll kind of see how this one goes. So please go ahead and enter and you can check the show notes for the details for how to do that. Also, don't forget to submit any upcoming Disney trips that you have. I also have all of the info for submitting a trip in the show notes as well. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseendbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody.